second and i am patrick pope the only yes holy crap man wow we gotta turn that song down one of these days it's loud it's banging that really blasts you right into this podcast i feel blasted into this podcast (laughs) you're just blasted patrick patrick is i think High on painkillers, but I he hasn't been. He hasn't been some leave, a lot of antibiotics, and uh, let's just say me, me old noggin is swimming around in itself. <laughs> your noggins are swimming, is it? <laughs> your noggins are swimming. Here, let me turn up your microphone, Patrick, because you got that. You got that real. I got that real. You got that real. You got that real. <sighs> that, oh, there we go. Yeah, now I'm sounding right. And give you a little more power. Mm, thank you. Boost mm. me. I'm boosted you right up. Um, yeah, Patrick uh, scared me yesterday. We were supposed to podcast yesterday, but you were hospitalized yesterday, Patrick. I, I was. I, it was more like in the nighttime, and then they finally were like, "Just go see your doctor because the sun had come up." So I went and saw my doctor, who then said, "You've got a thing called bursitis, also known as Popeye elbow, also also known as desk elbow." And uh, and then along with that, they were feared that I might have a staph infection. Is this in a, my elbow? Wow, it sounds like a comedy disease, really. Right, <laughs> desk elbow. I've got Popeye elbow. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Patrick, he texted me a picture of this elbow, and it did look like a Popeye elbow. It looked hilarious. Yeah, it was. I didn't see the video though. Do you have video of it? I didn't. Take oh. Oh, it's a shame. Yeah. You don't care about viral video money or anything like that, do you? <laughs> Honestly, I was just so like out of it. And like they, they were like, we're going to drain it. We're going to drain this thing. Patrick, it, you could have started a new career with this Popeye elbow. Really? <laughs> oh, are you the... You're that Popeye elbow. Yeah, guy, man, right? it's me. Look, <laughs> you know, like, it was this one. It was da- this elbow. <laughs> David after dentist. You know that? Oh, right. Yeah. He's yeah. The one. You could have been that guy. Just, yeah. just tell the doctor, fill me with whatever you got. Those and are then all, drain that, that that's thing. A, still a, that's still a strong meme, right? Like, people are still putting up, like, after dentist or after doctor videos, right? I think that it still exists. You know, and then people. you saw the one where the girl, like, got the full prank pulled on her by her brothers. They brought her home and, like, played like a radio thing that was like the end of the world is happening. The zombies are coming. I haven't seen that one. So terrible. So the girl's whacked out of her mind. She's drugged out of her mind and she's like in and out of it. And her brothers play this fake radio announcement that like zombies are like a zombie virus is broken out. And, uh, they're like, <laughs> they like pull up to their house and they're like, we got to get stuff. We got, what, what should we grab of yours? And she's like, just get my cat. (laughs) And she's high? High out of her mind. And they played this prank on her. That's that's a bad person who does that. Fuck that person. But I'm sure they're stars now. I bet they're on Ellen. Oh, I'm sure they went on Ellen. Everybody, (laughs) you do one thing viral and you go, you get on Ellen. (laughs) What was that? Oh, the damn Daniel guy. Damn Daniel. Wow. Uh, I can't imagine. Well, yeah, we're we're thinking about going on tour now. With our uh, shoes. Yeah, just kind of like, you know, Daniel will walk out on stage and I'll just be like, damn, Daniel. <laughs> then, uh, yeah, then we'll just do a QA and a and then we'll do some signings. And so then silly. We'll be open to um, you throwing money at us if you want. I think it's really cute what they say, the damn Daniel thing, but it's like, it's just an inside joke. Right? Like, I have tons of those with my friends. You don't see me like walking around like. But you know the difference, Patrick? You're old. I'm old. <laughs> you can't be funny with those little things when I you're know. old. Because it's just people are like, oh, yeah, whatever, old guy. <laughs> <laughs> damn, <laughs> damn Ronald. Damn Ronald. Yeah, if you really came up with that, people would have just 
well, they wouldn't have even thought of it because right. it's just like, uh, it's just another stupid thing with crazy old guys saying. <laughs> Is that part of the reason you feel like you you don't you really can't do YouTube anymore? Are you just like I'm just old? I'm just too old. Um, yeah, well, at least what I w- the things that I was doing, uh, I don't want to do those anymore because I'm a grown grown man. Right. I mean, if I was doing something else like. I was big on YouTube for talking politics or something like that, right. or, um, you know, for making, uh, artistic short films. Right. It would be a different thing other than making just like really base ignoble comedy videos, uh, playing to the lowest common denominator. Let's be honest, Patrick. I was just trying to survive. Dude, ignoble. What a what a ten thousand dollar word. <laughs> is that a ten thousand dollar word? Is that where our vocabulary's gone? When ignoble is a ten thousand dollar word. Really, do you really think your comedy was ignoble though? Uh not really. I mean it it was it was fun. I had a great time. It's just a different By the way, for those of you who don't know, ignoble means not honorable in character or purpose. I had to look that up. Yeah. And uh I think that just the place that I was coming from was really a place of survival and I wasn't going, uh, I wasn't going at it with my heart, Mm. which is important in almost all endeavors. Mm -hmm. In fact, I would say all endeavors. Go at it with your heart. If you're not doing it with your heart, uh, it's going to be bad for you, (laughs) which is why everyone hates work. Right. Well, you don't want to do work with your guts. Yeah. You don't want to just go in there every day. Oh. Fuck, I hate work. Right. I understand. Yeah, I've had a million shitty jobs. And uh, if you don't put a little bit of passion in, into it, then every single day it's you're going to be sad. It's dread. Speaking of dreading things, you had con- you confided to me a little earlier that you kind of dreaded like lifting weights every day to bodybuild. But something you're finding that you're not dreading is that you have started training. I I have. I'm so excited about it and so sweaty from it. <laughs> um, we have been talking about the fact that we're going to eventually fight. Who knows when it is? But we're not just talking I gotta about... I got to get over this Popeye elbow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once, uh, once Patrick's done with uh, his Popeye elbow, his... Uh, I might hit it. <laughs> his track pad uh, f- hairline fractures. Tendinitis. <laughs> his uh, chair, his uh, office chair butt rot. <laughs> My Scooby Doo <laughs> MCL tear. <laughs> um, yeah, then we'll finally be able to get at it. But um, I did. I took my the first Muay Thai class I took was last week. Right. And I was sweating and heaving. 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 Yes, oh dude. my God, it hurts so bad. Yeah, Just you should be heaving. Everything hurt. My calves especially, Patrick. Do you, you jump rope, I'm assuming, uh-huh. in oh, your yeah, classes. Yeah. yeah, you do two, two, three rounds. That's how, that's how any class in Muay Thai should start. Yeah. That's how it started and how every class has started. Uh-huh. Um, and what's crazy? my calves. What's, what's crazy in a matter of like three months, that will be like nothing to you. Like you'll put that down. You'll put the jump rope down. You'll be like, okay, whatever. Like it will become, you won't think about it. You'll just get in these like sweet, amazing patterns of jumping rope. I can't wait for that day. Yeah. Because I did a workout yesterday where I thought I was going to (laughs) vomit. And uh, the coach said, "Uh, yeah, that's just a beginner workout. (laughs) Which I knew, but I didn't, I just didn't want him to say that. I wanted him to say good job or something like that. No, that doesn't happen. They're not going to, you're not ever going to get someone saying good job. Yeah, that's that's the difference uh, about the martial arts world. There's no, you know, with weightlifting, it's like you get a weight up, and people are like, "Yeah, yeah, nice, dude, good lift, you. good lift, solid." Would they say? Would they say way to stack it? Would they say that? I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I don't think anyone's ever said way to stack it. All right, but. cool. I don't know. It just seems like you would be stacking weights. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, no, you're like Patrick. You don't know. What you're Patrick, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> don't bring uh, this guy. No wonder you don't have any gains. <laughs> 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 Explain to me what that means. Gains? Like I, I get it, I think, but like there there's all kinds of jokes about it, like gains, bro. Like yeah. it, it, what is a gain? And and, uh, and it refers to food and also weightlifting. Uh it can yeah, it's it's used very loosely, but uh getting gains is either gaining muscle. 
that's where it comes from gaining muscle or you're uh lifting heavier weight that's a gain like oh yeah yo you put up 445 today gains <laughs> getting them gains yo dog that's hilarious <laughs> but it's mostly gaining muscle gaining strength and uh you know, I use it too. A lot of people use it like, oh, yeah, eating them gains. It's Eat, like, you yeah. know, gaining weight okay. as part of it too because cool. that's the crazy part of bodybuilding that sort of flipped things on my head. I originally started doing it because, I, you know, I'm fat. I'm overweight. And then getting into bodybuilding, that's a good thing. Right. The whole time it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Don't, don't stop eating. I was like, whoa, this is, the, this is where I belong. Are you sure? <laughs> this is where I belong. Don't stop eating. This is fantastic. And, uh, you know, the whole bulking part, getting real gains. You're just yeah. eating constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, gains. That's what gains are. Okay. Getting big. Getting, getting huge. Big. Getting swole. Getting giant. Getting giant. <laughs> it's a weird world. Dude, uh, I just lifting weight to get like body built has never been appealing to me. Yeah, I realized that it wasn't for me. Uh, it just, it's just kind of boring. But when I'm in there and I'm just learning the techniques, it's it's fun. It's it is like being in school. Of course, they call it a class. Right. You know, there's things you're learning, and I want to go back. I want to learn more. Right. And the things are. The things are so rudimentary, so simple, but so hard. Yeah. Just like learning how to jab. Yeah. And they keep throwing correct. a good, crisp smack. Yeah. And every jab, they're correcting you. No. Nope. What are you doing? What are you doing with your arm? You're not throwing with your shoulder. You're not yeah. twisting your hand. What are yeah. your feet doing? What are your feet doing? Right. And you're just, you're in your head all of a sudden. And, and then they're like, why are you so stiff? Why are you in your head? Well, because, bitch, you're, you're up my ass. <laughs> Is that what you experience in your classes? Uh, yeah, yeah. There's, of course, your first, like, three, three, three. I would say around your first month is when you sort of can, like, check that you understand what it is you know nothing is sort of out of the ordinary you know maybe the workouts are different or the technique training is different that day but you have a great understanding of what you're doing um you're not so in your head because you've you know you've learned the basic you know footwork the basic the basic way to hold your your fists your and uh, and and yeah yeah i would say the first the first month is just all very hard downloading information yeah. And then after that, it just becomes like second nature. And then you actually start to see gains, not to bring it back to gains. But <laughs> yeah, you, you very quickly are like, shit, I did not, I was not able to do that last week. Yeah. And I am now. Or, or the real cool thing is like, you'll learn some new technique or, or someone will show you something and you'll be like, holy shit, I'm awesome at this. That's and, cool. And like when you learn like, oh, wow, that's something I'm really good at. I want to start developing that for my own sort of style. That's when you really fall in love with it. That's when you're just like, I'm doing Muay Thai as much as I can. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I can I can see where that would be great. <laughs> but right now, I have to use all my concentration to do a simple uh, three-part combo. Yeah. You know, even doing a one-two. Uh-huh. It's really hard when they're like one-two, kick, uppercut, cross. You oh, know, you're goodness. like Patrick. Like, yeah, even, even that is just like... Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious! Uh, it's exciting though. I'm happy to. I'm happy to be doing it. Happy to. F I mean, I love it so much. Just watching it, and it's given me already. It's been four classes, and already I'm watching uh, MMA in a totally different way. No shit, right? You're just you're looking at the guy's foot. Like, hmm. Yeah, footwork is is one thing I study all the time because I think it's kind of where fights are won. And I think some of the best fighters have some of the most crafty footwork, crafty head movement. Incredible. Here's what I was, I talked to you about this when I first got into the class uh, in the gym I train in, which is the yard. Uh, the top fighter there is Joe Schilling, Schilling yeah. and he's a professional fighter. He's the number one, uh, is he welterweight or something uh -huh. in uh, glory? And he also fights for Bellator. Uh -huh. Um and I just thought it was interesting. I mean, of course, he's the top fighter in glory kickboxing, but he's a lower tier fighter in Bellator. Uh -huh. And when you look at him, he's a specimen. Yeah. He's a beautiful man. When he walks in, you just know. You're like, wow, 
that man could kick my ass very easily. <laughs> that man is an ass kicker. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's incredible watching him work and just seeing what a how amazing he is at his craft. And yet he's still a lower tier fighter in uh, the Bellator division and which is amazing. It's like, wow, the talent is so incredible. The talent is so incredible. Yeah. Like the number two organization and you're kind of near the bottom of it. Right. It's and just to think about, whoa, think about the people that are at the, at top, the top of UFC. It's incredible. No shit. I mean, you still have amazing fighters in the UFC defecting to do well, I don't know if it's defecting, but going to Bellator like Rory mm. going to Bellator. That's huge. I mean, that guy's a killer. He absolutely is. I mean, he's boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, not to us, Patrick, because we love the uh, technical fights. We I love do... to just get in there and analyze. No, I mean, Roy is responsible for some of the greatest fights of all times. But, um, yeah, uh, he's not, not my cup of tea. Yeah, I think he does, he does bring out the best in people because to beat him, you got to be at the top. Right. your game you okay. can't be i think just messing he's about. gonna decimate bellator <laughs> he's gonna tear him apart he's right? gonna if rip he, bellator a new right one. i really think he will scott coker is gonna be like oh man what are we gonna do what are we gonna feed rory <laughs> besides money <laughs> well i hope he gets all of it the rory monster's hungry that's something interesting to talk about it's been coming up more and more in the last few months is all these fighters calling out people, calling for the money fights. It's just money, 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 I feel like, has yeah. been at the top of uh, everyone's conversation. Mm -hmm. um, you got like uh, Tyron Woodley saying he'd fight Nick Diaz for a money fight. You got, you know, mm -hmm. Wonder Boy is like, hey, man, that's my title shot. Yeah. I imagine that's kind of how he talks. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. Uh, Demetrius Johnson. Yeah. He was calling, he was, oh, yeah, I'll do the Dominant Cruz super fight. If the price is right. Right. And, I mean, of course, it makes sense. You want to make the most money you can in the business, especially in this business, which isn't uh, you clock in, clock out. It's not the NBA where no. you have a salary. It's prize fighting where you get money for being the most entertaining and putting on the biggest show that you can. Right. So, but it is just interesting. I don't think that it's really been at the front of things in the last five years, six no. years, seven years. I no, mean, I mean, we're, and, and I think we're going to see an age where people give less a shit, less of a shit about the belt and more of a shit about like seeing these super Titans collide, you know? Right. Um, you hear something else I was looking at the other day. Um, so I, I looked at the Manny Pacquiao Mayweather pay-per-view buys and it was supposedly 5 million purchases. Wow. Made like half a billion. Wow. Pacquiao got, or I think Mayweather got like two, his purse was ridiculous, like 150 million or something like that. Pacquiao got like 90 million or it was insane, right? How long before, why, why does boxing captivate people still to the, like, like, um, we just got the pay-per-view numbers for Diaz, Connor two, and they were like one points, whatever. It's the most, it, it was the biggest set another pay-per-view by record, right? But it still was nowhere near like Pacquiao Mayweather. And like, when does boxing, when is it dead? When does boxing not generate that sort of capital anymore? Soon. Yeah. I think so. I think it's just one of those sports that has been around so much longer. It's ingrained in people's mind and memory just from growing up. Yeah. You know, uh, in our era growing up, we kind of grew up in the Tyson Holyfield era, the era of those like amazing heavyweights. And, uh, you know, this this last era was, you know, the Mayweather era, you know. But I think that it's going to slowly go downhill or at least equalize. Yeah. You know, because pe people who watch boxing are fight fans. Do you think we're looking at a day where there, there'll, there'll be a day like when your lowest person on like the Facebook fights or whatever, the, the, the <laughs> fight pass prelims um, are like getting... 200,000 and then like from there like the main event is you're clearing a million easily two million easily I would hope so me too yeah and I, I feel like this the sport is just getting bigger and bigger more and more mainstream mm -hmm. and the cool thing about mixed martial arts that uh, makes it 
different than boxing is the characters. Mm-hmm. It really is a interesting mix of the pro wrestling uh-huh. and uh, mixed martial arts. And I think I, it has something to do with the whole I think the Japanese a, thing right, and right. the history of it. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I, and I think it's partially it's because it's all housed in one place. Like in boxing, you've got like Canelo who's got like three different titles from three different organizations. And it's like, they're not housed under the same thing. And with UFC or Bellator, you've got them all in one place. There they are. You know, all the characters, you can read the lineup. Like this guy from this weight class who hates this dude is fighting this guy. Right. Yeah. It's, 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 it's tighter. Um, I just, I wonder when we will start to see bigger, Dividends. I don't know if it'll be a fighters union that does it, but um, I don't know. It's interesting times. I think it's just time. Yeah. Just time. And <clears throat> for so long, it was very socially unacceptable. It was Lots. very demonized. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people are still attached to that. Yeah. And well, I, I saw a thing. John Kerry, back when he was running, um, called UFC like... He equated it to cockfighting. Yeah, human cockfighting. Or blood, blood sport. And now you have Dana White, uh, you know, eight years later, giving a speech at the Republican National Convention. <laughs> so it's, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like times have changed for sure. Absolutely. I can only hope. Uh, millions, I, millions, millions. Bring them. I, yeah, I hope. I hope five, five million pay per view buy is sort of the record for a boxing event. If UFC was averaging two million a buy, like, oh my goodness, that'd be so amazing. The feeling that you get from watching a fight is universal, right? I don't follow boxing anymore, right? But I still went to the movie theater and paid for the ticket for uh, Mayweather Pacquiao one. Yeah, and. It was a room full of people going berserk. It's awesome. Yeah. I'm like, mm, does anyone else watch boxing here? No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> right, yeah. And it was still completely thrilling. And it was even better having all the people around. And I think it's just going to be word of mouth now that there's people, Conor McGregor, uh, Ronda Rousey, Paige Van Sant, yeah. all these people giving uh, legitimacy to the sport. Yeah. More and more, you're Michael gonna see <laughs> more and more. You're gonna see those uh, huge fights. I mean, people bought that pay per view. I doubt they watched one fight the, uh, from the Mayweather Pacquiao. I doubt they doubt they watched one fight. I couldn't even. I couldn't, I couldn't even tell you who who fought, who else fought. Yeah, remember those? Uh, yeah, well, I kind of remember a few of the fights, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I tell you what, I do know every. I, I know almost every single fight happening this weekend. Yeah? Yeah. We're Doom, Alistair Overeem, uh, fighting, or sorry, Miochik, 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 Steep, Steep, Miochik, uh, versus Alistair Overeem coming UFC 202. Is that where we're at right no, now? No, we're 203, homie. 203? Oh my God. They just come and they go, don't they? They come and they come so hard. <laughs> they just leave. They don't even. Let's talk about Steep, Miochik because, uh, over the week leading up to this podcast, Patrick, you've been sending me videos and texts Man. of a very negative nature <laughs> towards our heavyweight champion. I was surprised at you. I'm sure he's nice, but man, he's just so, he's such a goober. Like the way that he jokes, the like the kind of things that he thinks are funny, uh, like the shit that he does to his wife on the Embedded series where he like hangs up the phone and like then... It's just, it's just, it's like, it's, dude, it's, it reminds me of all the kids in high school that used to beat me up. Like, he was that guy. I know that he was exactly like that. His shit was fucking stupid. His jokes were basic. Um, I don't find him to be like that interesting of a, you know, champion. Um, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I just don't like him. There's something about him really rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to deny. I'm not going to be a person that uh, is on the other end of that championing Stipe. But let's be honest. He cracked open Ohio's sports. He really did. He brought the strap to back he, to Cleveland. Thank God. Yeah. and Because I mean, if the strap deserves to be somewhere, <laughs> it's in Buffet Central <laughs> 
fracked out land, Ohio. <laughs> Patrick, please tell us what you think. There's no need to mince words here. <laughs> I, I actually just looked up uh, the word goober, and uh, it means peanut. Peanut? Peanut. A goober? A goober is a peanut. Oh. Goober peas. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You ever heard that song? Goober, goober peas, goober, goober peas, peas, eating goober peas. No. Uh, okay. Goober peas, <laughs> you, were, goober peas. you were singing along to well, a song that you didn't know. I'm not going to leave my, I'm not let my man sing without, without me singing, joining in. Um, I, I'm down with Stipe and I loved his, no, I loved his knockout. That, that was a great highlight. Um, I think, I do believe that Overeem will get handled. You this. think Overeem's not going to make it, huh? I would love to see Overeem win. I just he, I think that Overeem's best days are behind him. Wow. One, he's not juicing anymore, so he's not that strong. <laughs> Two, Jackson Winklejohn, they they teach that you know they teach a, a different strategy than he used to have, which was go and fucking kill. And I think that if you get him off that strategy for more than, you know, if you get him off of that off of his pacing since since he started working with Ed Jackson's Winkle Johns Jackson's Winkle Johns uh, I just think I think he breaks pretty easily interesting um well he's coming off of three pretty hardcore wins well Our last Roy one. Roy Nelson can we call that a hardcore win I mean he's if Roy hits you yeah but if he hits you slash he's a human punching bag right Roy's he's been, a human Roy's punching on about bag a four, can... a four fight losing streak <laughs> still a fan favorite still a fan favorite I mean I love watching him yeah he's, I, I, he's the everyman in there dude if, if he every time he gets a knockout I'm just like hot damn how did he do that <laughs> oh my goodness gracious wow uh, he is he's like a fat cowboy Cerrone he is like a fat <laughs> yeah uh, yeah but he's he's also sort of like He's, he did. He's, he doesn't ever string together like a good, good phrasing. I don't ever feel like he says anything too intelligent or too ear catching. It's interesting. Uh, his fighting style. I'm, I'm always so curious because he's a black belt in BJJ, mm-hmm. but I've never seen him do anything extraordinary he never gets on the, to ground. the ground. Much. Yeah, he keeps it standing. Hmm. Maybe he's just he's got something that's paid the bills. Mm-hmm. Knocking people out. Yeah. Why mess with a good thing? I guess. I uh, I he, miss. I mean. I mean. The, he, you know. Like I said, the, the heavyweight division is sort of always up in the air. Any any one of those guys hits you right, and it's over. Absolutely. I mean, but Overeem. He also. What? Who else has he got? Junior Dos Santos. Mm-hmm. And uh, most recently, Andre Arlovsky. Arlovsky. Yeah. Which Arlovsky still still a bad boy. He just fought recently. Yeah. He just lost recently. He did. He did lose. lose. <laughs> what do you think of that fight, Patrick? Who, who did he fight again? That's what I'm trying to remember. <laughs> Josh Barnett. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, Barnett's cool. I like Josh Barnett. Um, I think actually I call. I think I called that one. I think you called it too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm um, myself on the back over here. <laughs> oh, I think I did a good they, job. They, I mean, it, they really they they went at it. I mean, there were a couple of moments where Arlovsky dinged him up pretty good. I remember him being so. Yeah. Uh, Barnett was sort of rattled for a second yeah it was a, it was a good fight they definitely traded uh knockdowns yeah uh, arlovsky looked good but not great but it's i mean both of those guys yeah. are just i mean i'm just thinking back like a- to, <laughs> yeah, these guys were fighting in japan back yeah. in the day yeah. and i mean arlovsky fought back in the day or both of them fought back in the day for ufc as well yeah oh my goodness uh, the uh the baby the baby face Assassin? Is they, that Josh Barnett's old name? Was it really? Oh, I think so. I don't think he's so baby-faced anymore. I gotta look that up. I gotta look that up. He um, not so baby-faced no more. Um, who do you? So you think that uh, Mio Mio Kick Mio Chick is is gonna beat over him, now, even I'll, though you just, hate him just, so much? Just for just for purposes, I'll say it's gonna be a fourth round victory for Overeem. For Overeem. Whoa, and you and it, started it, singing a different it'll tune. It'll be a head kick. A head kick knockout? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Wow, taking it back to some K1. Yeah. <sighs> or a knee. It could be a knee, but I'd say fourth round because I think they want to get Stipe into some deep water. Not that his cardio is bad, but I think they I think they think Overeem's a workhorse. Yeah. Horse I, meat. I, um, I think that Overeem wins, wins too. I'm going to put Overeem in the second round. Ooh. Check this out. This is a risky one. Second round, 
liver kick knockout. Ooh, dude, he's gonna sink one of those shins. That's, I mean, that's crazy. If I get that right, Patrick, we're gonna gamble. You, if gotta, you get that right, we're starting to gamble. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you don't want to get. If I get that right, you don't want to gamble with me. No, no, but we're gonna go. I'm gonna bet on anything you tell me to bet. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Let's go to Vegas. Uh, uh, it would be fun to uh, go to. Vegas. I'm not like a su- not like a super gambler, but every now and then it's fun if you're with the right people. I've I've ju- I've never really even gambled in Vegas. I've just yeah. partied balls. Yeah, I guess if you party balls, it's the worst time to gamble. Yeah, you don't want to be like hopped up on. You Molly. shouldn't have any money near you. Yeah, you know what? I'm just, Molly I'm just at the poker table. Actually, being hopped up on Molly at the poker table might be fun. Might be fun. I mean, yeah. doing anything on Molly is technically fun. It really fun. is. Mm. It's technically fun. Mm, that's good stuff. Mm. Is that uh, is it illegal to go into a fight on Molly? Oh yeah. Damn. Oh, dude, why would you want to though? I don't know. It just feels so nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was on this stuff called sassafras, which is a similar. It's similar to uh, MDMA. Uh-huh. And uh, is it sassafras root, or is it just called sassafras? I think it's, it's just called sassafras. Okay. Um, there may have there. I don't know if it has anything to do with the root, but um, it was fantastic, and I was just feeling so positive. And I went to this bar, and I was talking to some really annoying uh, stock broker guy and he I don't know he was wasted and just talking 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 and I was just listening to him and I I was enjoying myself uh-huh. but something happened along the way and he became um violent irritable and he he said he was going to slap me and I was like don't slap me <laughs> just please don't slap me please don't slap me and sir. then he he slapped me in the face but <laughs> I just looked at him and I and I just said, oh, "Please don't do that again." <laughs> oh, please, please don't, don't do, do that, that again. <laughs> and I, was, I, you know, so it, what did he do? Did it wouldn't friends... be so bad in a fight, huh? It wouldn't be so bad in a in a fight. Maybe I not. Think, I, you'd be very defensive. I think I would just think that moving your motivation to. to... <laughs> fucking cave someone's head in like would be I, I wouldn't feel that motivation at all yeah I guess you're right what, what, um, what a but, ridiculous notion <laughs> fighting on Molly um, but wait wait so this guy slaps you did any of his friends jump in and be like yo dude what the fuck yeah and then his uh, friends came and kind of pulled him away what was wrong he, with the dude what he was, was just he was just really drunk he was one of those guys that just gets really drunk and emphatic and then just like makes them self-violent just gets themselves so excited like oh i'm gonna but why you i've never seen you be disagreeable ever i wasn't being disagreeable that's the thing i'm not sure i'm not not sure like what was provoking him i don't really remember the slap and that he needed to slap motherfucker yeah (laughs) i don't remember exactly how the conversation went but please don't do that again please don't do that again (laughs) don't that's the title. That felt That's very, the title of this episode. I felt very uncomfortable, sir. Sir, that was. Uh... <laughs> Please don't do that again. You know what's sad is that they have uh, Fabrizio. 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 His name is Nick Fabrizio. Why is he doing so- no shit? Why isn't he doing something with Fabrizio? Yeah. Mm. Dude, like I, Brazilian Fabrizio. Do they have Fabrizio in Brazil? Yeah, it's you called Fabrizio. Fabrizio. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be amazing. But he, they have him fighting uh, right next to uh, this championship fight. Uh-huh. Uh, he's the, he's the sec- second, but uh, he's the co-main event. Right. Is it, I mean, wouldn't that hurt your feelings? A little bit. I mean, I guess, it, I guess he's a be, fighter, more, he's a professional. Be, yeah, wouldn't it be worse if it was like he was fighting on the undercard? Right, <laughs> Fabrizio were doom, uh headlining the fight pass. Yeah, right. <laughs> that would be more insulting. The thing is, is if Fabrizio wins, beats Travis Brown, which I'm pretty sure he will. Make, the, make the call, Patrick. What's what's it going to be? I feel like it could be a second round submission. Second round submission. Yeah. Mm, I like it. Yeah. People like to take Travis down. Yeah. Second round submission, Fabrizio. Mm. Okay, what what's my call? What am I seeing? 
What am I seeing right now? I'm touching your Dude, foot. Dude, I feel like you're seeing Travis Brown win. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> you know that I am. How do you know that? I Are can you? Feel it. You're inside my head. Dude, it's just okay, I'm an empath. Okay. <laughs> I see him winning. Yep, it's a left cross. A left cross. Yeah. King. Left cross knockout. Bong. End of the first no- round. Left, left cross knockout. End of the first round. Okay, dude. That. If that happens and Verdum loses twice in a row by first round knockout, what the fuck? How does he go from like one of the best to like getting domed? <laughs> That's just how it is. And I don't, I don't. Like you were saying, the belt doesn't really matter. Right. It's just the who's getting knocked out who's today. Getting, yeah. <laughs> I, a, I mean, you got for, you got um, Sagano. Uh, what's his name? Junior Dos Junior, Santos. Yeah, Junior Dos Santos. Uh, you got him coming back, right? He's yeah. he's on, he's on a, a march, and then you got Kane Velasquez on the march. Yeah. I mean that belt is not going to stay put for very long. They should give a belt to the person who got knocked out. It's just like they should trade that off. Oh like, yeah. Oh, like I got knocked out today. Yeah. Like I was the one who got knocked out today. Yeah, like a badge of honor. Yeah. I like that. I mean, some it's. It's just for people. People are just getting knocked out left and right. Right. When there's it's, no real champ, there's just people getting knocked out. We just have the knockout belt. Yeah. Basically, when the face off when the face off happens, it's like, oh, am I gonna knock you out? You gonna knock me? Who's oh, gonna, it's, it's gonna be one of us. I know. Yeah. It's you're good. I'm good. There's uh, there's no. And I've seen Stipe and Overeem and and uh, Travis Brown and Verdum are all very respectful. There's no real like. There's no heavyweights in there that are like, I'm the best. Right? Yeah. I mean, even the Black Beast nah. is not like that. No, the Black Beast is not like it's, that. Even though he could be. I you want I mean Swing some, and bang, dude. <laughs> some there's something some somehow I want him to be like that. But it is very tame division for these all these big boys. Yeah. Yeah. You'd think I mean you go just two oh five and it's just <laughs> chaos. Everyone's screaming at each other, everybody hates everybody. <laughs> you know. Um, did you hear about DC calling out Bader after his uh, Ryan Bader won and DC called him out? He said, I want the easiest fight I can get. Right. I want Ryan Bader. Well, he kind of deserves it. I mean, Cormier has been through a goddamn murderer's row. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) He needs to just kick back for a second. Right. And I mean, and, and and it doesn't get any better. The end of the road for him is John Jones. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. It's been, I mean, he really has. He's defended the belt how many times now? Three. Uh, three, yeah. That's a long stand. That's a long reign anymore. You know what I mean? It sure is. And, oh, yeah, and it's not the interim belt anymore. No. It's official, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. He's the champ. Jones has not been able to defend. What's the likelihood of Jones at Madison Square Garden? They're saying, they're, 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 I think they're scrambling to make that happen, trying to figure out how. There still hasn't been an official, like, he was popped because he was using bad boner pills, right? Like, right. there still hasn't been official word on that. So, I'm not sure what the uh, the verdict is. <laughs> How some would say verdict would the, be. The verdict? <laughs> In quotes. <laughs> uh, I don't know what the verdict is, man. Yeah, I want to see that. I mean, I think, we, I think Weidman Romero seemed to be one of the rumors, too. Um, I don't right. know if that's official. Roydy versus Roydosen. <laughs> Dude, speaking of just like letting it fly, I mean, you really think Weidman did steroids? Oh, absolutely, yeah. But and that's just because since Usada, his his frame has just gotten smaller. And... Yeah, and I just see his performance as real. Yeah. It's like somebody turned the power off of him, right? And but you know my. My thinking is that 95% of the fighters uh, do steroids. Right. Or did. Do or did, yeah. Right. It's probably it's probably like incredibly risky to do at the moment. You'd have to fi- you'd have to have a I don't know how to do it and how to cover it up, but it seems like John Jones had like a strategy where he was covering it up and then he got caught for the cover up and I was like, "Wow, this is like they have some serious tests." Yeah. You were telling me about John Jones hiding under the ring. Yeah. Did we talk about that already on this podcast? Yeah, we did. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's a hilarious story. Of it. Who knows if it's true? Right. But I mean, you think Jones got popped, not for boner pills, but... Big- sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, it's just like, uh, you know, the Chad Mendez cream, 
cream thing. I think it's just the way to sort of save your image. And even though you got popped. Right. And I think it's, I feel like with fighters in general, like behind the scenes, they're all like, oh yeah, man, did you get, you get popped? Like, be careful. Don't get popped. Yeah, like, yeah. I have this. I have this thing that'll help you out, you know, or, right. You know, Hey, watch the door, man. I'm about to, watch the door. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> I'm about to shoot this juice. In my butt. <laughs> you using that, using that butt needle, dude, speaking of butt needles, I've had like four, five needles in my butt. This oh week. God. But it's so, so you took antibiotics through uh, the cortisone so and, 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 and antibiotics. It's so and it's not painful. even painful. It's just ten, like they, in two days I got shot in the butt five times. So, my butt is just hurt. <laughs> How are my, you even sitting right my now? My butt hurts. Ron, oh. Ron, my butt hurts. <laughs> you can't sit in that office chair. No. That's good. You sit in there too long. You get that office butt rot. You get that office butt rot, dude. <laughs> you don't want any more office diseases. No, you don't. <laughs> um, so this weekend, we, we got, I'd say the biggest, the thing I'm the most excited to watch, truly, and I don't even watch WWE, but I, I can't wait to see CM Punk. I can't wait either because it's su- such an anticipated thing. It was supposed to happen two years ago, three years well, ago. Well, I mean, I mean, not it, supposed to happen. He just said, I'm going to start training about it, about two, two years ago. Yeah. And uh, it was such a different UFC back then. Oh, and, yeah. And he, uh, I feel like he was scheduled to fight but then got injured mm-hmm. uh, during training. Oh, I Maybe. I forget who he was going to fight. But <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, everyone was anticipating, yes, he's here, finally. And yeah. uh, it's people are so critical of it, uh, which, I don't know. I think it's ridiculous. People people are saying, like, oh, he's he's just a fake wrestler coming into a sport. And, like, he doesn't deserve he doesn't deserve it. Like he hasn't paid his dues, but you can't be a slouch and be a pro wrestler. No, and he was you a very like he was a high flying, rootin' tootin' sort of like you know athletic acrobat. Type. He's he's got moves and he's got a he's got a past in fighting. Like he deserves it. Yeah, um, I I think um, I think I like to play the what if games. Let's play the what if games. Okay. What if he goes out there and fucking decimates Mickey Mickey Gall? <laughs> and you know how Mickey Gall got the fight, right? Like it was on he uh, Dana White show looking for a fight. Uh, oh. I think it's episode one or two. They go and see this guy Mickey Gall fight and oh. he wins in the first round. He's like, I want CM Punk. Right. Dana White's like, I love it. I love it. You got it. You got it. <laughs> how amazing! Oh Which my god. Which is kind gosh. of awesome. Like, he, what a rags to riches story. Right? Not that he's. Enriches, but I bet he makes some money off this. Yeah, but how fantastic to go from a somewhat unknown organization and then all of a sudden you're fighting like the guy that everyone wants to see. But what if he goes out there and CM Punk just like owns this motherfucker and he's fighting at 170? That blew my mind. What I thought he was fighting at 155. Whoa, yeah, skinny, skinny CM Punk, skinny CM Punk, yeah. <sighs> wow. Which just seems like a division you don't want to be in. I mean, <laughs> the, like the top five guys in that division are terrifying. Yeah. And GSP lurking around, like he's gonna come back someday. Like I, GSP what? Punk. <laughs> that's what it should have been. Oh my gosh, that's a huge money fight, but it's yeah. so weird. Yeah, but worth it. Um, what happens if he decimates him? Well, I think then it's just on. Right. Then it's on. Yeah. I mean, he's already in. He's already. Uh, he's already the uh, third fight in the main event of a pay per view. That's crazy, right? Yeah. So with zero yeah. UFC C fights. But he, I think he. I mean, yeah, it's on, right? It's on. They Absolutely. want. They want that guy fighting for the strap as soon as possible. Absolutely. They're like, how? How can we get more wins? Right. Rack them up. But what if Mickey Gall wins? Uh, and if he wins in resounding fashion, like I think is probably what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, then it means, you know, Punk tried. Yeah. What if it, what if he loses in such a way where it's like, dude, you didn't, you didn't even look good. Like you didn't look like you know what you were doing. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like if he just, if he's just got bad form and just like, would they just not let him do it again? No, they would let him. Of course. Yeah, but he's just gonna maybe he'll be on fight pass. He'll Pred- never be on fight pass. No predictions for CM Punk. Okay, uh, gosh, it's really hard because I don't, I don't know, Gall's fighting at all. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, of course, I don't know CM Punk's either. He doesn't. He doesn't got, even. Yeah, we have two mystery people. So it's just a shot in the dark. What do I see looking into my crystal ball here? And uh, I see CM by split decision. Love it. CM by split decision? Yeah. All right. That seems, that seems, that seems, that seems bright. That are, you seems gonna, right. are you going to agree with me on that one? I'm going to say Mickey Gall first round knockout. <gasps> Whoa. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh my goodness, Patrick. I think a lot of people want to see that. They want to see CM Punk get obliterated because of just just what he's done to this sport. All the hardcores are totally against CM Punk. I'm pro CM Punk. I, I, I don't want him to. I would love it if he was like some phenom, but mm-hmm. I just don't think it's going to happen. But both either or winning, it makes me smile either way. Because uh, yeah. Mickey Gall winning, like, ah, what a story. Good like, for you, little guy. Like, I won the lottery, and yeah. it's great. Like, keep it up. You know, beat CM Punk and then get beat up by someone else. Right. You know, it's fantastic. Um, he could make his mark. He could. This could be it. Um, fantastic. Uh, let me see. Patrick. Yes, sir. Um. Your girl, uh, JoJo. Love my JoJo. <sighs> She's coming uh, to fight uh, Andrade. And we also have Uriah Faber, Faber fighting again. Do you think Faber should retire? Yeah. Yeah. No reason not to like take, you know, fight a couple t- tomato cans. This kid he's fighting, though, is evidently no joke. He's like, come on pretty strong. And yeah. Uriah is like one of the only people that stepped up and said, fucking give him to me. Right. Um, he's got courage. Uriah has a, has a good life, I think. I think he's got a pretty good life. He's a good businessman. Yeah. And I feel like he just likes fighting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He loves it. Yeah. So it's like, why not? I'm rich already. I got it going on. I, I got it. Tonight. Might as well just keep the, keep the ball rolling. The more fights, because it's like the more fights he has, the more people are like, yeah, Uriah Faber, I would love to go to your gym. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to buy some real estate from you, Mr. Faber. Yeah, okay, I see you on TV. Yes, that TV guy, I would love to buy this apartment complex from you. I would love to rent some of your property. Um, I don't know what else to talk about, Patrick. I have to fart so badly. Do you really? Dude, are we about to end this on a fart? It's Well, it's no, you can't. That's crass. It's base and ignoble. Uh, <laughs> base, ignoble. But uh, sugar-free stuff. Do you do anything sugar-free? Mm, yeah, I try to. Yeah. You're I mean, talking about like things that are like cookies that aren't don't no sugar in it. Exactly. Nah. No. See, my girlfriend introduced me to the sugar-free stuff uh-huh. uh, because she has a problem with sugar addiction, and uh, so I've been dabbling in it. But the thing about Sugar-free is that it gives you incredible gas. No shit. Because so, like, are we talking sativa, sativa, that kind of yeah, stuff? Yeah, sativas, anise, uh, indicas. Uh. <laughs> no, no, wait, what's that stuff called? Stevia. Stevia. Yeah, yeah stevia. stevia. Sorry, yeah. Splenda. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but basically, it's uh, it's sugar alcohols, and uh, they have this, they have sweetness like sugar, but the body wants to get rid of it. Like the body doesn't digest it. Right. And so it creates a gas in your body. And last night we had, she made sugar-free brownies. I can't believe that exists. And we what? had it with sugar-free ice cream. Were they, was it good? It's all right. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just all the right. The first though. few bites are like, mm, yay, I'm enjoying <laughs> ice cream and brownies. And then you start Texture. to. Texture. And you start to taste the sort of chemical aftertaste. I was going to say it has like an aluminum sort of aftertaste. Yeah. yeah. And then flash forward to about an hour and you have uh, crippling gas. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And we were talking about that last week, just how it's just not hot. No, gas is not hot. So you have to excuse yourself in the room. (laughs) I excuse myself. I I recudiate myself here. (laughs) Uh, But uh, it's very crap. I don't even know why I'm talking about this, but it's. I just don't know what else to talk about. But I had the longest 
heart I've ever had in my life. <laughs> really? How long? Like, the, <laughs> like the longest in distance. You know how sometimes you wake up like after a night of drinking and yeah, you have and that, like, you have that pee yeah. that like, you're like, it just doesn't seem to stop. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah whoa, just go, whoa. Go, you go, actually kind of get tired yeah. while it's happening. Oh, I sit down on those kind of <laughs> I'm sitting down. Yeah. I had a fart like that and it just, it. I, I just, I excused myself. I went to the bathroom and let it out. I'm did like, you, did ah. you sit down on the toy? I on did. The toy bowl? <laughs> I did. And, uh, so it echoed. You had some nice echo. <laughs> yeah. But it, it came out and then it just, it's, it kept its tone. <laughs> like the, like the Boston Philharmonic. It like hit the a 448. Yeah, it was just like, It just kept going, and I was like, "What is? Where is this coming from?" Did you start laughing while you <laughs> yes, were still going? Of yes. course. You just <laughs> where does it all come from? I have no idea. I, I, I don't know how I could have contained that much. <laughs> it was so long. How much can I? How can I contain all this? It was, I mean, thirty seconds, maybe. Whew. It was a long one. Thirty seconds? Maybe I'm over exaggerating. Dude, 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 that's dude, a long here, time. Here, here, here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna time thirty seconds. Okay. I'm yeah. Pull up my little stop, a, stopwatch here. Put an alarm on, and we'll we'll see just just how long this was. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> Have you started it? Oh, hold on, hold on. Um, no, because I wanted to try and make the noise with my own mouth. <laughs> okay, ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Are we both gonna try and do this? <laughs> On the count of three, two, one. Three. Oh, wait, I hit 30 minutes. Oh, 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Two men die. <laughs> Two men die in a Silver Lake apartment. Oh, it doesn't allow seconds, the timer. Um, their podcast was apparently about long farts. Yeah, well... <laughs> uh, it'll be fun to watch these fights this weekend. We will be doing a, uh, a follow-up a review a very in-depth review hopefully we can keep you out of the hospital and so we can just get back in action like hopefully you can just we can both stay out of the hospital hopefully we can just so we can keep this podcast going that's i mean it's the our biggest hurdle is that how much hospital time we have (laughs) we keep getting hospitalized every time what the fuck (sighs) until next time until next time farewell good night godspeed they're selling you all wolf tickets, people. You're eating them right up. Wolf tickets, Thank you.